You're listening to Holistic Business Matters with Helen Harding, the show for complementary practitioners, therapists and coaches wanting to run their business in their way. Hello and welcome to episode 58 of Holistic Business Matters. I'm Helen Harding and this week we're talking about how case studies and testimonials are going to help you find clients for your holistic business. So I'm hoping this is something you already do. I'm hoping you already ask successful clients and happy clients for feedback on what they do. Because these testimonials are such an asset for your business. And although you might be passionate about what you do and the way that you talk to people that are prospective clients, actually, it's the case studies and the testimonials of real clients that speak volumes because people buy people and we're naturally drawn to stories. We, we want to know what happens next. And these case studies and testimonials are a brilliant way to take prospective clients on that journey and to help them understand the sorts of results that they could achieve if they come and work with you too. So what's the difference between a case study and a testimonial? Well, in effect, a case study is something that you create as the business owner and it outlines that client journey. So it demonstrates what you do to solve someone's problem and it demonstrates what people should expect from working with you. And they can be an actual real client case study. So you're using an experience of somebody that's actually worked with you. Or they can be hypothetical. What to expect if you come to work with me? This is how it all works. This is what the system is. Or it could be a bit of a hybrid, but basically it's something that you create to demonstrate how you work and what to expect. Whereas a testimonial is something that comes from a happy client. It's somebody that's worked with you, that's got amazing results and is happy to share their story, is happy to tell people about their experience So why are these case studies and testimonials really important to your business? The thing is, is when somebody's looking to work with you, they want to know how you can help them. They want to understand how you've helped other people with similar challenges and issues. And it's going to help them to address any fears that they might have about coming and working with you or investing in the work that you do. And these case studies and testimonials are just such a huge asset to your business because they provide you with credibility. It's proof of what you can do, how you can help people. And it's going to help people who are looking for solutions to the problems that they have decide if you're the right person to do that, if you're the right practitioner for them. And they're important because what you can do is use them throughout your marketing on social media, on your website, if you have leaflets still, anything that you do 
you can weave these testimonials into it so it demonstrates somebody's journey and it demonstrates what you're capable of helping with and how effective you are. So what should you include in a case study or a testimonial? Well, they've got slightly different um, approaches because obviously the case study you write and the testimonial is from a happy client, but structurally they have a similar sort of thing. So the first thing is why somebody should come and work with you. So if it's a testimonial, it will be from the perspective of where a client was before they came and saw you. If it's a case study, it's the type of people that would come and work with you. You then look at the experience of working with you. So for a client, for a happy client, it's how did they feel? How did they find the whole experience? For a case study, it could be looking at the process of how you work and how you would take somebody through that journey. And then finally, it's looking at the results that they could achieve. So again, with a case study, it could be looking at how you would affect this and the types of results they could expect. For a happy client, it's going to be about the results they actually achieved. And the more measurable you can make that, the better. And if you are collecting testimonials, avoid just getting glowing reports of how amazing you are. You know, we all like to hear, oh, Helen was wonderful. Great, but that doesn't help my business. That doesn't help somebody understand if I'm the right practitioner for them. So how do you get more testimonials in your business? Firstly, start by identifying your happy clients. Who are the people that have got great results that you've got a really good relationship with and that you feel would be happy to share their story? So if a client emails you or messages you with an update and to thank you for what you've done for them, ask them if you can have permission to share that in your marketing, because that's going to be real evidence of what somebody's achieved for you and how they felt about it. And a story written in your client's own words is going to speak to somebody else. It might not be a masterpiece. It might not be grammatically correct. But it's their choice of language that's going to resonate with other potential clients. And if they have written something for you, if it doesn't fit with your guidelines or it's outside of the rules and regulations within your country, you could always send it back to them and just ask if you could make a couple of minor changes, but make sure they approve it before you publish anything. And if somebody does give you a written testimonial, ask them if they'd be happy to provide a photograph to go with that, because a photograph just adds another layer of credibility to it. So when I work as a practitioner, I always offer my clients the opportunity to be anonymous when they do a testimonial for me because of the sensitive nature of the work I do, because not everybody wants to be identified as someone struggling with the problems that I work with. So this is something you could do depending on what you do and the clients that you help. You could potentially ask them if they'd like to be anonymous. You could change their name, but I would always make sure that this is identified in your marketing. Just put their first names or even just initials. 
So it's about making sure your clients are comfortable with the testimonials they provide you. And it's really important to make sure that they don't feel pressurised about this, that they're doing it because it's what they want to do. The way to get more testimonials in your business is to have a process. I love a bit of structure and process, but actually doing this and having a way of collecting testimonials in your business is just going to make the whole thing much easier. And if you get into that habit, once a client's finished working with you and they're really happy and they're motivated, they're more likely to want to do a testimonial for you. Once life takes over, it's not that they won't be happy with the work you did, but they're busy. And I found that generally speaking, happy clients are happy to share their experience because they want others to benefit from it. So once they finish working with you, they're happy, you know that you've got good rapport with them, then ask them if they would be willing to share their story. And if they say yes, give them a couple of weeks. And if you haven't heard from them, just drop them a quick email just to remind them. Again, people are busy and sometimes they're just getting on with their life. And there are lots of different ways that clients can do testimonials for you. Traditionally, they were written. And whilst many of them still are, there's lots of other possibilities with technology, with the smartphone, with online and the internet. There's all sorts of ways that clients can provide testimonials for you. And for many, especially those that are really comfortable with video, it's far quicker to just do a quick video than it is to sit down and think about writing something. So you might find that you'll get more video testimonials. And these are brilliant. And if anything, they're more powerful than the written word because people get to see a real person and they connect with a real person. And if you don't want to ask a client to do all the work, you could always interview them. So you could interview them on video or audio. You could even interview them, make notes and write the case study or the testimonial up for them. It's about making it easy for people. And also, if you're the one that's creating the testimonial or interviewing someone, you can ask questions that are relevant to what sort of information you want to share but always show them the finished thing before you publish it because you want their permission and you want to make sure that they're happy with what's being produced and what's been shared about them. This day and age, online reviews are so important and especially now many of us are turning to work more and more online. Getting testimonials and reviews online is going to help your business to stand out and if you think about it, before we buy anything these days, we tend to read the reviews about them to make sure that it justifies our decision. Is this the right thing for us? So having a really good amount of online reviews about how you help people and the work you do is just going to support your business. So you might find if a client's happy to do a testimonial for you, you can ask them if they would mind posting that as an online review as well. And provide them with the information to do that. So a link to do it onto Google or ask them if they'd be happy to share it in Facebook or LinkedIn or wherever your clients are normally hanging out and wherever you do social media marketing. Because again, this is going to help you to get found. And it's just going to raise your profile 
as somebody who's an expert in that area. And you can always take any reviews that are posted online and use them in your marketing. So if somebody's put a really lovely Google review, add that to your website. It's still a review about you and the services you provide. So what if you don't have testimonials? What if you're just starting out and you're yet to get proper clients coming through your door or working with you online and you don't have actual testimonials? There are a few things you can do. So the first thing is, is you could create a hypothetical case study of what it would be like to work with you, why somebody would want to work with you, the process, their experience and the sorts of results they could expect. You could also look at getting some feedback from people either you've worked with as you were training, so friends and family that you worked with and practiced on, maybe what they got as results. You could also see if your school or college would be willing to give you some feedback and talk to your colleagues and your even your employers. You know, would anyone be willing to give you some feedback or testimonials that would just give you some credibility and demonstrate your capabilities. So think about what you could do to get some sort of feedback until you get all of those happy client testimonials that you can then use in your marketing. So just a quick word of caution. If you are collecting case studies and testimonials, make sure that they fit with your professional body's guidelines because some of them have really strict requirements about what can be shared. And if you're based in the UK, you need to make sure it also complies with the Advertising Standards Authority and the CAP codes. And I'll link to them in the show notes so you can find out more information about those. You need to make sure with any testimonial you have, you have written permission from your client to use it. You have their contact details. And with GDPR, it requires you to have explicit permission about how you use people's data. So just make sure that you're mindful of that when you're asking permission to share testimonials. And finally, just be reasonable about what you include and ensure that you or your client aren't making any claims that can't be substantiated if they're challenged. So if you need help finding clients for your holistic business, why not book a discovery call with me and find out how I can help you? I'll put links to that in the show notes. So I hope you've enjoyed this episode. And for a full blog post, show notes, links, go to helenharding.co.uk. Go over to the blog and podcast section. And this is podcast 58. And if you're listening to this on an app, scroll down below the artwork and you'll find the show notes and the links to everything we've discussed there. And if you did enjoy this episode, I'd really appreciate it if you could take a couple of minutes to leave me a quick review because it's going to help this show to get discovered. So until next time, take care and I'll speak with you soon. If you enjoyed this week's episode, come and join me in our Facebook group, Holistic Business Matters, and join our community of like-minded practitioners, coaches, and therapists, 
and be inspired and supported to create your business in your way.